0: The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO and get an audio book of your choice free with a 30-day trial. Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.
1: Popolitikin.com
2: What's up? This your girl Mysterious, a.k.a. Misty Blanco. I'm here chilling with my boy on Popolitikin.
3: They call me the music machine.
1: Host by hustle, we doing numbers. Get out of OKC, we bring the thunder. Hooking game crazy, you wanna rumble? Balling like a Westbrook triple double, triple double, triple double. Balling like a Westbrook triple double, triple double, triple double. Balling like a Westbrook triple double. Nigga, with ball no street level, no costume jewels. That's real bezel. Aim for the top, I hit the gas pedal. Run with my white boys, heavy metal. Stop. Yeah, we doing numbers Made a hundred mil, made a quick bundle For my chicks in the box, got that triple-double I'ma shine on these bros for triple-double The black orphan and making real moves Make these hoes pearl when I come through My ball game sick, call me money flu Black bottle bro, yes, I'ma prove Kill squad, bitch, check the ruby shoes I sit on the throne like a queen of doom I put my team on so I won't lose Hook back, cuz we triple double. Host by hustle, we doing numbers. You gotta okay, we bring the thunder. Hook game crazy, you wanna rumble. Bowling like a Westbrook, triple double. Triple double, triple double. Bowling like a Westbrook, triple double. Triple double, triple double. -double. Bowling like a Westbrook, triple double. I'm the shit with them flies at. In the shit with them flies at. Give him some, let him try that fish scale, cause we got layers like a Kit Kat Tired being broke, got to fix that Hustle night and day, try and get back, fuck that I push straight, drop, no crack, backpacks Throw options to running backs, hundred packs Got my stats to a hundred racks Now I'm born like a Westbrook Team full of hustlers and straight crooks Host by hustle, we doing numbers Get out of Up a full court press when I pass I put the rock in the spot and they hit
3: Welcome back to com. self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes and Android. I'm now politicking with Misty
2: Blanc- Blanco. How you doing? Hey, um, yeah. Misty Blanco, make sure I say it right. Absolutely. It was once mysterious, now it's Misty Blanco, so. All
3: right. Yeah. So speaking of once mysterious, <coughs> I want you to talk about your background a little bit. Let us know, like. How long you got in how long you been in the music, how you got involved in the music?
2: Well, actually I've been in the music business since I can remember. Since I was about, I want to say about eight. Um, but I ran away to the state of New Jersey when I was about fifteen to the wet crib. And then from there we was working and he had me an artist development. And then after that, the making a band came around in my city. And I tried out for making the band, and I made it to 75,000 people to the final 12.
3: You said who crib you moved to?
2: I didn't move to this crib. I ran away to Demon Wet Spot out in New Jersey. teenage New Jersey. I was a runaway, but I was chasing my dream. So, you know.
3: And then how how was the making a band experience for you?
2: It was a great experience. If I had to do it all over again, I would. I mean, with the things that I know now, I would have... um, I would have capitalized more on the situation than I did, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the the whole experience. I learned a lot. Um, even now, I still implement some of the things that I learned back then into what I'm doing now. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Who are some of the, some of your influences? As far as music. Um,
2: musically, uh, I would say Scarface, Biggie, Tupac, uh, Jay-Z, the Brad, MC Light, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim. And I like a lot of R and B Charday, and different things like that. They're very influential in my music. Okay. All
3: right. So yeah, so you talk I remember on making it a band like uh you we were talk about this. So you were saying you ran away from home
2: and I remember No, making no, I didn't a- run away from home. I ran away from a girl's home. Oh. I was I I I've been I was homeless and everything at one point. So uh it was a girl's home that I was in. Man. My foster uh, my foster home, she, we lived in Detroit, and then we moved to North Carolina because the situation came up to where I was speaking about me getting molested in the house. So we moved down to North Carolina, and um, it started happening again down there. And instead of her—because I don't really want to, you know, I'm just trying to sum it up. Instead of her— Choosing me and my sister and my child at that time, she put us out, basically, with $300 in my pocket and sent me back to Detroit. And I was homeless with them, and then we ended up in a group home, a girl's home. And then when the opportunity came to chase my music, because I thought that was going to get me money, and I was going to become this big-time, mega-superstar and you know, be able to do for my, my, my kids and my sister at that time. You know, When the opportunity came for me to chase my dream, I just went with
3: it. Yeah, I said, I remember on making it a band, like like when he didn't pick you, you kind of had a, a meltdown.
2: Yeah. um, I would say in my life, that happened a lot. uh, But it, it would be periodically, it wouldn't be like an ongoing thing. So it'd be like years have passed and then something happened to where you know, I just explode and just couldn't shake it no more and have a breakdown, a meltdown, or something like that. So, at that time, when I had my meltdown, it was basically like I felt, I felt like I felt. Um, for two, I didn't want to go back to nothing. And, and and for three, just I was just tired of poverty. Like You know what I'm saying? Tired of the same old everyday life thing. And I know this is what I, what I'm doing it for. I was, you know, chasing my dream for my kids at the time. Like, you know, that was in foster care that um, they said I wasn't going to be able to see until they was 18. <coughs> so, you know, it was just a lot on my shoulders at that time. And then when you going through life without the support that you need mentally or emotionally, things can happen. You know what I'm saying? I going to say,
3: what, what would you say to, like, you know, probably, like, young kids, a lot of kids be going through stuff like that. What can you uh, say to them that they can kind of control the outbursts?
2: I, I I would say therapy. I mean, because as we all know, I know people have done their uh, researches on me and stuff like that. I uh, ended up incarcerated because I didn't know I had a lot of psychological issues going on, like severe depression, PTSD, anxiety. Um, they said bipolar can be circumstantial, so instead of something you're born with, so bipolar is like basically real bad mood swings, like one minute you could be happy, the next minute you could just be mad as hell, don't want to deal with nobody. Then you could be sad, and then you could just be having panic attacks, it's just a lot. And then I ended up pregnant, I was in an abusive marriage, not going really give him too much light, but um, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Then everything that I've been through in my life, as far as foster care, molestation, rape, homeless, you name it. You know what I'm saying? And not getting the help that I needed, I you know, what's called postpartum psychosis which is postpartum depression on steroids, you know what I'm saying, and it, it led me to a, a situation that I even think that I was capable of doing, you know what I'm saying, I ended up in a hotel by myself, and um, my child had colic, and uh, uh, I just remember two weeks, I only had eight hours of sleep, so I was suffering from insomnia as well, so I was just out of my mind, and, and my child was crying just like my husband, trying to run away from him. He wouldn't stop crying, and before I knew it, I shook him. But when I shook him, I snapped back to reality, and I called the police on myself. And that's how I ended up getting incarcerated. I told him something was wrong, and I told him to get me some help. And instead of them getting me help, they locked me up. You know, and once I got locked up, I needed to understand, you know, what happened because that never happened with any of my other children. And, um, I got four psychological evaluations done and it's all four of them said I had postpartum psychosis. I didn't know what that was. They wasn't trying to school me on it or nothing like that. So once I sat down and did my time, <coughs> prison isn't to help you. It, it, prison doesn't, uh, correct you. As right. They call it a correctional facility. You have to want to help yourself. And it's like pulling teeth and to get help in prison. So for, I was in prison for like two years, two years or some change before they even let me see a psychiatrist to get therapy going. You know what I mean? So from that time to the time I got out and until now I go for therapy. I go once a week and uh, it, I'm I'm not going to tell my age, but whatever age you are, it's the process it isn't going to be an overnight success. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got a lot of things that happen in your life, uh, trauma, abuse, or just life in general, it didn't take. It didn't happen overnight to mess you mess you up. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to heal yourself from the situation, it's gonna it takes it takes some time. But you got to take the initiative to want to clear yourself and don't let you don't. My thing to people is don't get in a situation like I got into to realize oh I need help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't wait till something out of this world happened to you and the next thing you know, you're like, Oh, I need some help. This is this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I need help. So if you could prevent it before that situation, I would I would advise anybody. Talk to somebody, set up for therapy, they have free sessions, um, get in a group. I mean, it's so many people that's going through the same things that we feel like we're the only ones going through. Um but that's my advice. Just, 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 just catch it before it's too late. You know. So, so you, you was
3: talking about like you've been through a lot of stuff. So I commend you. You are still standing. So I, I really think like you got to put all that into the music because people got to hear <laughs> that stuff. Like what do you yeah. think? So what do you think? Like what do you think your 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 purpose in life
2: is right now? Um. Actually, I believe my purpose in life is to show people you could turn any negative into a positive. I feel like that's what my purpose in life is to do. Um, because when I sat back and I studied my life while being incarcerated, uh, foster care, uh, mental abuse since I was a child, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, uh, sexual abuse, um, just all these crazy things you could even you could imagine. I went through it for a reason. And at one point I thought, God just put me through them things because I felt like he didn't like me or I was cursed or something crazy like that. But actually, he gave me these stories to share and to make me successful. So the next person who's going through it can be like, hey, yo, if Mysterious went through it and she turned out to be this way, I know what I could do. You know what I'm saying? So I think my journey is basically to um, show people you can turn any negative into a positive as long as to help people. You know, uh, it takes a lot. Like, I'm about to put out my album called The Blanco Theory, independently. I'm not asking for no handouts. I'm not asking the game to solidify me. I'm not asking for friends. I'm not asking for any of that. I'm just asking for the streets. And I'm going to sell it myself. You know what I'm saying? So, in my music, people will hear my story. I got this song on there called For Real. And it talks about my life from the time I left my mom... All the way up until, you know, uh, my situation, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to be talking through music and, you know, sharing my life. I got Gully stuff
3: on there, too. Yeah, I've I've always liked it. (laughs) So, when can they be
2: expecting that? Um, Actually, we're mixing and mastering the last two songs on Thursday. But the catch about it is not going online. Hmm. I'm going on my own tour. You gonna have to get the album. You gotta come see me perform somewhere, or whatever. Get the album. You you know the album gonna be moving around. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing, this whole online thing. You know that we coming home from prison and putting it up online. Like I got to single online, and people don't really buy stuff. Like they stream it more than anything, and a lot of people that I know that's down south, they say CDs are still selling, like they still making money. You know what I mean? They Mm -hmm. making bread. Like it's not like up here where everybody wants to stream your stuff and just you live that starving artist type of vibe. I need to eat. You know what I'm saying? Put my message out there at the same time. So I'm going on the road from here to down south to Cali. Keep flipping my stuff, and eventually everybody have it. You know.
3: If you, Cal- if you come to Cali. If you come to Cali, let me know. San Diego. I'm
2: in San Diego on the 20th. Huh? I'm coming to San Diego on the 20th. For real? Yeah, I'm going to Lincoln High School or something.
3: Oh, you want you on to the hood then? <laughs> you on to the hood,
2: Lincoln. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Wordside.
3: If you're an ocean side, you si- up. I ain't going to leak it though. <laughs> yeah, you said yeah, you do bro.
2: motivational speaking and stuff. Yeah, but they gonna have Lil Nico there too from uh Yeah, I know
3: Lil' Nico. I I, I um I interviewed well I didn't interview him before, but I I, I did one of his
2: uh they performances record a, um, him. They doing doing a stop the violence. See I'm from Detroit, so any hood, I'm good in any hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been down in Ninth Ward in New Orleans. Right after making a band, Fifth Ward in Texas, like, you know, that's where that's where the love at actually is in the trenches. You feel what I'm saying? Because like when I went to ninth ward in New Orleans, people couldn't believe I was down there. That was like right after Hurricane Katrina. Uh-huh. And they was like, yo, mysterious, what you doing down here with us? I'm like, yo, I'm one of y'all. Like, what you mean? You know what I mean? I'm from the east side of Detroit. Like, you know? People don't come and touch people in the hood like that. You know, we they, we wanna make music to Get hood credibility, cred creds, right? But you don't want to go walk on that pavement. It don't, it don't, it don't match. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I want to move. You know, because the dumbest thing to do is to become successful. I'm I'm stay around people to where they can, you know, harm you. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, oh, I didn't do it. She did it. I'm gonna take everything from her. But at the end of the day, coming to the hood and showing a little bit of love. They wanted me to come to the school, you know what I'm saying? Why not? No. I was once one of them. I was homeless. I stayed in the weeds in Detroit at one point. Literally homeless as a child. So mm. And look what happened. I ended up on TV. You never know who's in the hood, you know? Mm. So I'm excited about this trip. Like I got some of my people from Jersey. We all flying in. It's to stop the violence type of vibe. People performing. Um, they're gonna have me talk to troubled teens and different things like that. So Look. Why not, you know? And they gonna pay me, so
3: Yeah, you can't beat that, huh? <laughs> What's some of your interests outside of music?
2: Oh, uh I read a lot. I love philosophy. What's um, some of your books? I'm into Napoleon Hill. I'm into to different things like that. As a man think of it. You know, uh about the laws of energy and the laws of the universe. Um I'm into... That's what I'm really into is chasing knowledge. Uh, What I want to do outside of the music. Possibly have my own water. My own energy drink. My own makeup. uh, Something that's going to bring money. Uh, I'm into... I write books. A lot of people don't know I have two books written. (laughs) Yet to be published. (laughs) I want to get into the movie aspect of everything. I'm a writer, so... You know that's what I'm basically into, right. I'm pretty then, boring. I said we were talking <laughs> about
3: making it a band earlier. Do you keep in touch with any of those people for making it a band
2: oh uh, no i I mean, I have love for everybody you know uh i I believe at that time when I was younger and and it was so competitive and you know i ha I always had a good heart. you feel me, and um at the end of the day, I mean. I wish everybody's success We're all grown now. I ran into Dylon not too long ago. I got his number and everything. But everybody doing their own thing, you know? Mm. Being successful in some type of way.
3: What advice would you give to any aspiring rapper?
2: Uh, okay, this is what I would tell them. Um, the music is a popularity contest. Uh, you gotta put your own money if you want to be hot. Ain't no such thing as somebody gonna hear you and put you on. You know what I'm saying? Cause I thought that oh they gonna hear me, they gonna put me on. And da 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 da. Learn the business. You know what I'm saying? Put your own money up. You know, invest in yourself, your own studio time, get your own producer, cause that's what it's gonna take. Um, now the way that the game is going, you know, it's about who got the most following and all this whole crazy stuff. Make sure your music is good. And then once you get popular, the question is what you do with the popularity, you know, because whatever you do, once you popular outside of the music, people are going to support. So that's the same thing with me. I'm going to get popular. Everybody get popular. Look at Rick Ross. He ain't see his first million dollars until Wingstop. You know what I'm saying? So what he did was take the money, flip it into Wingstop and people support what he do outside of the music. The music ain't no money in the music. There's no such thing like even Jay-Z. Uh, uh, at one point, two thousand, I, I believe, six or somewhere around there, he was worth $86 million. That did not come from the music. You know what I'm saying? It came from the sneakers. It came from the games. It came from the clothes. It 40, came from, 40. So, you know, at the end of the day, don't think because I did that. I, I, I really had that that messed up thinking to where I'm going to be a millionaire off of music. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're lying to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The music is just a... Who got the flashy stuff in the videos? Stuff that you written just to make yourself look popular. You know? My thing is, once you get popular, what are you going to do with that popularity? What are you going to do to bring in the funds? You feel what I'm saying? It's a lot of dope rappers. Tupac died a dope rapper. Biggie died a dope rapper, but they died broke. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. So don't look to this business, this music business, that you're just going to be just this quote-unquote baller. Drake, all of them put their money into other things. Nicki Minaj, she got dolls, perfume, all different type of things to bring her the money.
3: So It sounds
2: like like the music is just the front more than anything. It is. It's it's a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Um... Same thing with me. Okay, I deal with Killer Squad. I deal with uh Rick Ross and MMG, and it's like okay. Before I was dealing with them, it was like oh yeah, Mysterio she doing her thing. Now I am dealing with them. It's like my following going up, and this is going up, and that's what, it's it's a popularity thing. You get what I am saying? So, but you have to be strategic with what you do with the popularity. And that's the type of person I am. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Mysterious, what do you really want to do with the popularity? For one, I want to put out my books. For two, I'm going to do a movie on my life. That's where the movie at. That mean the money at. Um, I'm also, like I said, I'm going to make an energy drink or water. You feel what I'm saying? Forget a liquor. Everybody's doing liquor. Everybody can drink water. Yeah, that's corny. <laughs> you know what
3: i only mean? I, like, I think that liquor is corny anyway. I think you... My whole thing is I think you should always try to do something that's going to help the people. So, mm-hmm. if you ain't really helping the people, it's like, you ain't doing sit- nothing to me.
2: I want to sit down with a chemist and uh, also come up with some type of vitamins for the mother who's pregnant to try to... You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't stop postpartum depression, but I have to do something on that level. You understand what I'm saying to where I could do some type of vitamins or something that deal with the chemical imbalance that a mother may get after having a baby and not no psychotropic medication. You know how they try to put you on like Zoloft or Prozac. Sometimes yeah. we, need vita- we need vitamins, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um. So I'm going to do something to that with my popularity, something really, really big and it's going to give back on a bigger, bigger scale. So, Right now, the fight is to be popular. That's why you do all these interviews. <laughs> you pop it over here. You pop it over there. To, uh, you know, start that business outside of the music to get that money.
3: All right, I want to say thank you for coming through ticket with me.
2: Thank you for having me.
3: What's your uh, Twitter, social media, and everything? Um,
2: uh, my Instagram is mysterious. M y s t e r I-O-U-S underscore Misty Blanco, M-I-S-T-Y Blanco, B-L-A-N-C-O. My Twitter is Mysterious Blanco. So, or you can at Misty Blanco with, on Twitter is M-Y-S-T-Y Blanco.
3: Okay. And then what would you like to say all your fans, people been supporting your career so far?
2: Oh, man, I I I want to say I appreciate everybody. I love everybody. I won't let them down this time. All the people who wrote me when I was incarcerated that I didn't know, you know, sending me cards and words of encouragement and telling me they understand. Uh, All the kids that I went out and spoke to while I was locked up that I'm seeing now. That's crazy. Um, I just want to say I love you and the second chance around is for you guys. So uh, be amazing what I'm going to do. Yeah, I gonna
3: say, I'd say uh, it was really nice talking to you, and I see uh, a very strong, beautiful person in front of me, so I wish you all <laughs> the best, and um, I know you went through some stuff, but you're still here, so you got you got a to keep pushing, right?
2: Yeah, and make sure, when I get out there, I'm going to call you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you probably come to the studio with me son. All right, for sure. <laughs> we might have
3: to do another interview. All right. Po will dot com.
0: Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, You can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.
3: Welcome to Konimbi Foundation, a private family foundation incorporated in 1968 and is dedicated to our continued mission of reflecting the family philanthropic philosophy. Our programs expand educational opportunities and creative, inclusive communities because supporting the causes of education and community development is the hallmark of our work. The Foundation's programs have ambitious goals that seek to meet the needs of our communities. We acknowledge how important it is to have sound structures and strategies in place to achieve success in all of our programs. To learn more about our work, visit us at Conimbi.org and on Facebook at Conimbi Foundation. While you're there, like our page as we will like to stay connected with each of
0: you.